How we doing everybody? This is AJ Torres of Colin Strikes, courtesy of the Worst Take Network. A couple of things to go over and it's kind of relatively interesting uh, now that the trade deadline's over and we're settling on things. The Yankees are looking piss poor because of injuries and there should be a lock on the weight room. That is the start and... If you look at the injuries and if you look at some of these guys that are built, right? Aaron Hicks, Judge, Stanton, more cardio, guys. Lock off that part of the gym, please. You don't need it. Because if you look at these other things going on now, DJ LeMayhew, that injury, I mean, that's an accident. That happens. All this other stuff, it seems like, hey, just remember this. Playing a sport like this will make you tired. What happens if you keep, you know, I guess you could say you work out, you hit the hot tub. That's probably not even allowed anymore. But, you know, you hit the gym hard and you play a baseball game a couple hours later. You're prone to injury at that point. That's just second nature. It's routine. When you hit the gym a lot, injuries can happen if you're not careful. And what happens if you hyperextend when that muscle's already been worked too much this week? You're prone to having something go wrong. And if you look at the names, ouch. It's been a complete train wreck for the New York Yankees. And when DJ LeMayhew is not in your lineup, him and Luke Voigt have been carrying this team. Because if you look at everybody else, right? Everyone else just looks lost. Outside a couple of guys that looked uh, hot here and there. But I mean, outside of those two on a consistent basis, I mean, we could add in Clint Frazier too. But that's that's really it. Those have been only the, the only sparks in that lineup. And I only say that because Gio Urshel is hurt right now. With Judge and Gio hurt, that hurts. Stanton? I don't even know his impact anymore. But, troublesome. Very troublesome. What's not is actually... I was doing some digging. And I got into something. And... My thought is... Initially... After the cheating scandal of the Houston Astros came out, my thought is, you Darvish, that had a piss-poor World Series against the Astros, with all this about trash cans and such, did he get a pass? Did he get a pass of his offer performance? And I'm going to be the first one publicly, to my knowledge, saying, yes, he gets a pass. And if you look at his numbers in Chicago, 2018, after that World Series performance, eight starts, 40 innings, which averages five innings a start, and then he goes on the injured list. If you look at all his in totals from all these years, from his first year, until now. This year doesn't count really, but I'll give you the numbers. 191, 209, 
And then we go down to 144 and 100. 100.1 for 2016. Then 2070, full year between the Rangers and the Dodgers. 186, that's as good as it can get. But his first year in Chicago, it's ugly. 40 ends and 8 starts. And then last year, 178 and 2 thirds innings, but 31 starts. Record is 6 and 8 year, Ray. Just under 4 with 398. For the money you pay him, it's okay, but not great. Now, at this point, you're thinking, okay, can you turn it around? Can you go the distance? Can you see the light? Can you dig it? And at age 34, you call it quarantine, you call it COVID, you call it asterisk. You can call it whatever you want. But the fact that right now, this man in eight starts is seven and one with an ERA of one four four. 50 even innings. Only eight runs earned in 50 innings. Only three home runs. That's great. Absolutely great. Two hits batsmen and the walk to strikeout ratio is 8 to 63. They're batting too hard against them. Whip is 0.88. This guy, I have no idea what he did. I have no idea what he changed. I'm not sure if it's mechanics. I'm not sure if it's mental state of mind. But whatever it is. This guy did it. And if you're a Cubs fan, asterisk year, whatever, you want to compete. Especially since this guy's under for a six-year contract and this is year three. This is a great sign. This is a great sign that he can turn it around and be that dominant top elite pitcher that he was signed to Texas for. Now, if we move on, let's see, what can I cover? <sighs> Do I dare go into the Mets? Do I? Besides the ownership change, and until that happens, we got Todd Frazier, which we have no idea, was it for the clubhouse sake that he got traded? The fact that there's a time that no one was hidden. The fact that Jimenez should be starting over Rosario. That the catching situation is brutal. And let's see, tonight, it's September 5th. Seth Lugo finally goes five innings. Four hits, one and run. Two walks, eight strikeouts. Great. And Diaz actually pitched the last inning. One full inning, two walks, three strikeouts. And to solve the problem for relief pitching that the Phillies had, David Hale, that was traded, 
I'm pretty sure Girardi liked him, but the Yankees, him, David Hale and the Yankees just have a weird relationship, and it just doesn't seem that they want him a part of it, even though he did the job. But what he do against the Mets? Two and one thirds, only three hits allowed, one strikeout. He may not be that big strikeout guy. He might be a guy that pitches the contact, per se. But you know what? The Phillies need somebody to do the job and do the job to eat innings to give him a chance. And that guy right there, he'll do it for you. He will. But as far as the Mets go, I mean, the bullpen needs work and the lineup. There better be a good free agent splash soon. Because, I mean, Jimenez, he's getting reps, which is fine. That's amazing, actually, because he needs it. And I'm just kind of looking at this, right? Why did Todd Frazier have to be here? Because when you have J.D. Davis, who's supposed to be, you know, at third base, getting reps... Because you don't want him in left field. You want McNeil there. Nemo's in center and you're leaving Conforto in right. What you do is you rotate. Pen on the lefty-ready situation. You got guys on the bench. You don't think Dominic Smith, P. Alonzo, and somebody else on the bench just get a couple at-bats in? You give guys a half-day's rest? Come on. And Frazier, that was pointless. And you're not going anywhere this year, Mets. You're just not. Let's see. If I keep going down, up and down this list, I'm just trying to find something. It looks like the Nationals are winning one over the Braves, and boy, they need that, even though this is definitely a hangover year. You know, I'll end it on this note, and this would be a Chase Tingler thing. Now, everyone knows that uh, Chase Tingler I don't like, but I will go from here. The one thing that I have a problem with, and this goes for many managers is there's going to be some people that don't understand that development is needed in the big leagues. You know, they're like, yeah, oh, you do that in the minor leagues, you know, and they're built and everything else. Well, I got news for you. Guys on your bench, they can hit if you only give them two at-bats a week. Guys like Ty France for the Padres, he didn't get much playing time. Mateo, okay, today he got four at-bats, but when's the last time he got up to face... Live, Major League Baseball hidden. Real time. The fact that Profar seems like he's uh, stable. And he's got in that one love-hate relationship. Because in tonight's lineup. Let's see. Outside Mateo, who's only had a couple of at-bats. Because he's on this team to be a pinch run replacement. Profar was the lowest bat in 223. And the next lowest is Trent Grisham, who is doing great in the leadoff spot, but slowed down a little bit, and he had three hits tonight in a nine-hole. Might as well leave him there. 
If it works for them, it works for them. But then it's just... You don't realize that if you don't give a guy a chance or if you don't put him in a certain role, how are they going to develop? Like Patino tonight. In that third, three hits given up. One strikeout, one walk, one home run, which I assume led to two earned runs. His ERA is sitting five and a half, and he's a top five prospect in the Padre organization. Why isn't this guy given a start? Oh, well, look at the rotation. Yeah, before Mike Clevenger got here, you wanted to do freaking bullpen days. You had no idea how to use Cal Quantrill, who was a first-round pick. You don't know how to use Patino and just give him a spot start to give your guys rest. And if you look at what Paddock is doing right now, he couldn't get out of the fifth inning today. What are you going to do? You got to sand your hands. Pack is still young and being like, oh, the changeup is still uh, good. The curveball is a very new pitch to him. Well, great. Work on it. Can Patino have at least one start this season? I got news for you. Unless you're sleeping under a rock tangler, as well as Preller, you're making the playoffs this year. You're going to be in the top eight. It is a World Series or bust team. But at least Clevenger's going to be there next year. That's the grand prize. That's what you want. The fact that you're just not taking this seriously. The fact that you're having your guys go down with you. Those prospects were traded because you really didn't know what to do with them. And yeah, it's a good thing that you got a steal for a backup catcher. And you have Nola, who's... uh, utility guy and right now he's batting 304 which is amazing for a catcher once again the m's got rid of a good talent nothing else is new but outside cronenworth who's a rookie this year have the young guys the prospects gotten solid work i followed the padres all season long for friar matt's purposes and I just see things that make me cringe. Cringe. And there's certain things that need to be addressed. And by the way, Tingler, Preller, what are you going to start caring about left field? You realize middle infielders aren't supposed to play left field in one of the biggest outfields in Major League Baseball, right? Or did you forget that? Is this a money ball thing or is it a trustee thing? Do you just like profile there so much? What is it? Because I can't figure out how this left field rotation until you went with Profar because you got rid of everybody else is working. And with Profar being a free agent and I don't think he's worth a lot of money. Figure it out. Because I know what the payroll is going to look like. And you're not going to be able to be able to just find that free agent. You lack outfield depth. And you should know it. Develop your guys and have a plan. And go across the diamond this time. As well as the outfield outside the diamond. There you go. That's all I got for tonight, guys. Sorry if this was a boring episode or not. Just a couple of things that need to be addressed. 
you know, it's baseball talk. When we get to some interesting games or when it gets closer, this is going to get really more interesting because the final curtain is coming and this is going to be a great race. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a good one. Later.